Friday morning. So the beginning of the Seder, we announce whoever's hungry, let him come eat. There's a problem when we do that. Because if you're thinking about the Korban Pesach, you weren't allowed to invite anybody unless you had them on the list before. There was a list, just like, you know, in the old days in the club. If you weren't on the list, you didn't get through the front door. So the same way they made a list of whoever was, whoever was going to get the Korban Pesach, they had the list. So you're sitting there and you're saying, whoever's hungry, let them come eat. But what are you really saying? You can't invite anybody to come eat because they already, they already had to either be on the list or you can't invite them. Even today we say it, but we're sitting in, you know, wherever we went for the holiday. We're saying, let them come eat. They can't come eat because they didn't pay for the meal or they didn't do the this or they didn't do the that. Can you really invite somebody to come? So that, the, the question is, how do you fulfill that mitzvah? So we begin the Perashah Vayikra. And Vayikra is talking about korbanot. And korban is really about a way for people to bring themselves closer to Hashem. And some ways in a korban, you're giving up something of value in order to come closer to Hashem. And it begins, whoever, uh, when an Adam, the man from among you, brings an offering to Hashem. And you're going through all these details of the Korbanot, and you begin with Korban for the Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which is yesterday, and Moshe telling the people basically the second day of Nisan, all of these things come. So there's an idea of, uh, of self-sacrifice here. So I had a guy I spent some time with, a multi-billionaire when I was down in Florida, and he was telling me that he believed that the secret of his wealth was because he gave tzedakah. He's very, very generous when it comes to tzedakah, and he told me that even when he didn't have money, he borrowed money in order to give tzedakah. And I saw things with people coming to ask him for money, which was to me mind-boggling, what he was able to do for, uh, for different people. But when it comes to tzedakah, I wanted to share a story that I heard a couple of days ago. I heard the story from a rabbi, his name is Chaim Rosenfeld, and he says that he had a guy come up to him, and his name was Ari Rosenberg. And Ari Rosenberg runs a charitable organization in Chicago. So Ari Rosenberg tells the story. He says, one day, a friend of his... Walked over to him, I don't know his name, let's call him Benny. Benny comes over to him and says, listen, I have a brother-in-law, he's a big rabbi, he's a brilliant guy, has 11 kids, but he's very hard on money. So what I would like to do, I always try to give him money, but I can't give him money. He doesn't take it. So I'm going to give your organization $3,600, give him $3,600 for Passover, and tell him it's from the shul, from the this, from the that, he'll be able to take the money. He says, so they did it, and every year for the next 10 years, it happened. Ten years later, Benny, he's, he's, uh, he passes away tragically. Still young. And they have the funeral in Chicago. And they're going to the airport to escort the body. And they're going to send the body to Eretz Israel. So this guy Ari is standing next to the rabbi. This rabbi, we'll call him Rabbi uh, Shlomo. So we're gonna, he's standing next to this rabbi. And he tells the rabbi, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know if, if Benny would be too happy if I told you this. And I'm not sure if you're going to be too happy if I tell you this. But I need you to know something as we're sending this body. You know the 3600 you get every year? He goes, what 3600? You know about the 3600? He goes, yeah, I work for the organization. I know what comes out. He goes, well, that money really came from your brother-in-law, Benny. And he started, the guy says, I knew it. I had this feeling and I approached him, but he, he wouldn't confirm it. He wouldn't say that it was from him. I always thought it was from him. And they both there now thinking of what a good guy this Benny was and all the things he did started to cry. And the rabbi's also thinking, I'm not getting my 3600 anymore for Passover. What, what am I going to do? So Ari felt bad. You know, did he tell the guy it was the wrong thing to do? He didn't know it was the wrong thing to do. He says, a few minutes later, as they're walking off from the airport, a guy comes up to him and he says, uh, Ari, what, what were you talking to the rabbi about? All of a sudden, you both started to cry. What, what were you telling him? 
He says, well, the truth is that, that this guy, Benny, used to give his brother-in-law 3,600 every Passover through the organization. His brother-in-law never knew. I told him. He goes, and now he's gone. I, I don't know. I feel bad for the brother-in-law too. He goes, you know what? I'll cover it. You put me down for his 3,600 a year. I want that mitzvah. I'll cover the 3,600. He goes, unbelievable. Really? He goes, yeah, to scale mitzvah. So he says, he says, to scale mitzvah. And, uh, and he says, okay, uh, uh, you know, he'll do it. He goes to the shiva a couple of days later. Slichai rabbi, okay. A couple of days later, he goes to the shiva, and he sees the brother, uh, uh, the Benny, Benny's brother. And Benny's brother says, "You know, I know my brother used to give the brother, my brother-in-law, money every year. I know he did it in some way. What did he do? He said he used to give us thirty-six hundred, and we used to, you know, funnel it to him. He goes, I want to cover. He goes, No, we're already covered. Someone else stood it. He goes, uh, uh, that, That's not fair. I want to cover it. He goes, no, someone already covered. He goes, no, no, I want to cover it. He goes, listen, it's $7,200. Passover is very expensive. He's a big rabbi. He's got 11 kids. Give him the $7,200. He says, okay, okay, we'll do it, we'll do it. He says, a few days later, and this is the day he tells the story to the rabbi. He says, a few days later, he gets a call from the widow of, the, of Benny who passed away. She says to him, I know my husband used to do a lot of tzedakah beseter. He used to do a lot of tzedakah quietly. He says, I want to make sure that, you know, some of the things, and I, I think he used to give money to the brother-in-law. And he says, yeah, yeah, but let me call you back. He calls his rabbi, he says, what do I do? I already got 7,200. The widow's asking me, what do I do? The rabbi says, she's a widow, whatever she wants to do, don't tell her anything, just say, if she wants to give money, let her give money. If she doesn't want to give, don't worry about it. He calls her back, he, so he confirms, yeah, your husband used to give. She says, what did he used to give? 3,600. She goes, I want to give 5,000. I'm sending you a check now. The brother-in-law should get 5,000. So he says, in the end, the brother-in-law was nervous. In the end, Hashem took care of it. He got to 12,200. Each of the persons able to do a mitzvah. Sometimes you do a mitzvah and you don't realize that your mitzvah is going to roll and roll and become much more, much more mitzvot. I say, so now we're in the days that we're collecting. Baruch Hashem, we know we all have a beautiful Seder. We're all going to be wherever we're going to be. But you have to think about the people who don't have a Seder. I know that by us in, in Long Beach... We collect now, we're collecting 35 families. Literally, one of my friends yesterday delivered to the synagogue, he delivered 200 pounds of matzot. Because a pound of shmura matzah today costs, I don't know, 30, I, I bought in Florida just now, I think it was $40, $38 a pound. He bought 200 pounds of matzot, they bought food for 35 families and another half a dozen families just to give the money in order to have. I never saw, this year is crazy, I didn't see in previous years so many people that are regular people that literally are having trouble putting food on their plate. So you want to have, you're going to sit down at the Seder when you come to the Seder. You say, Halachma, anyone who's hungry, let them come eat. You're really not inviting them. Make sure that you took care of that before, that anyone who's hungry, whatever you're eating, whatever your Seder is, make sure that you get someone else, at least that they should have a Seder like that. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen. We have 10? Rabbi Chanin Yabek